welcome to another Midgardian episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. And I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have not just come from the cinema, but we saw yeah. Thor Ragnarok this weekend. That's right, yeah, we didn't do it right away. Um, I mean, it's, it's Benjamin's show, so, you know, I feel like it's his fault, but somehow I feel like it's my fault. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, as much as I don't want to do this, because it is clearly your fault, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the blame just okay. a bit. Um, because I did not remind you to get the thing that I didn't know I was supposed to remind you to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, sure. To each his and, own. And of eh? course, I didn't remind you to remind me. Yeah, so, right. So we're know. both at fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we had some technical difficulties when we actually did see the film. Uh, so we decided, you know what? We'll push it. We'll push it to the end of the weekend. Yeah, we'll push it real good. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we watched Thor Ragnarok. So what we're going to do actually from now on, um, is we are actually going to do most of the review, all of the review is a spoiler free review for you. And then after we end, we'll have a spoiler section where we discuss more details of the film. So if you want to listen to the review, knowing we're not going to spoil it, we'll give you a very, you know, definitive time of when you need to turn the review off. Um, but we're going to split them so that we can talk about the things that we'd like to talk about and people who've watched the film can enjoy it. Um, but then also if you haven't and you want us to kind of, you know, tell you what you should do, we're going to do all that up top. Yeah. So, uh, so no spoilers right now. Right. Uh, I think without having to say anything else, go see this fucking movie. Solid review. Solid. Uh, look, even if you don't like Thor or even Marvel, I don't know, just go see this movie. Yeah, it is, you know, I think, you know, I've, I've never, I haven't been a fan of either one of the first two entries. You know, I thought Thor was a pretty weak entry in the cinematic universe to begin with. And then the follow-up of Thor 2 was just very lackluster. And, and most people that you speak to, they don't really remember what happens. It's not a very memorable film um, in the, the grand scheme of, you know, the universes. And so um, I honestly, when they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make another one. I was like, okay, I'm sure it'll be now, fine. See, <laughs> and see, I actually, I, I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the official water story was very good. Sure. And I thought there was actually a, a good bit of humor in the first one with, with him being who he was. Right. You know, and there was actually some very silly stuff, like when he gets uh, when he gets hit by the car and gets drugged and all that stuff. In the oh, beginning. yeah. He's like, I'm the god of the... And then just, <laughs> so, that you know, there was a yeah. bit of showing his comedic chops at that time. Sure. Uh, Thor 2, I, I will absolutely admit, was just... I mean, why? Yeah. It, it had yeah. this villain that just... It did, could have been anyone. Right. It didn't matter. It was a villain that didn't matter. Right. And so that, in turn, really affected the story, and it just didn't didn't yeah. work. Uh, but this one, however... Yeah, so this one, they go... You know, they, they change directors, um, and it's clear from the get-go that they are changing the vision of where they want this Thor character to go. And, you know, he's been... We've seen him do a lot of other things since Thor 2, um, you know, because he's been in the Avengers and, and you know, the Avengers 2. And, and he's gotten to kind of be that character a bit more than um, yeah. than he did. So I, they change directions and, and kind of say, you know what, we're not going to take this so seriously anymore. And uh, honestly, it, there's, a, there's almost a meta element to it where they're almost making fun of their own superhero genre sometimes. And it's not overbearing, so please don't go in thinking you're, you're going to watch a parody. It's not... It's not that at all. No. Um, it's, what's funny is they did a bunch of these little promo videos with with uh, Hemsworth as thought. Remember when he had a roommate? 
yes. And and he was, you know, kind of making fun of the fact that he wasn't in Civil War. And yeah, all that stuff. right. That's sort of the Thor that you get yes. in this film. Yes. I mean, he's a bit obviously he's a bit more serious than that, right? But it it is very humorous in that way. Yeah, and so the movie is very funny. Um, but even uh, even into all of that, yes, you you laugh a lot. But honestly, it is just a very well made space adventure, and it's very fun. Um, and I think that's something that really lends itself to the Thor character. This is this is a god who exists in a other planet, other world that talks about nine realms and people have powers and there's there's all kinds of weird shit that goes on with where he's from. So why not just double down on all of that and just make it fun? Um, and they do that. And I, and I think it worked very, very well. I was very, very pleased. I've actually seen it twice now. And uh, honestly, the second go around, it's still just as fun. I had a great time watching it again. Yeah. And I mean, without without giving anything away, that's that's really all we can say. It's, yeah, right. there's there's a lot of a lot of humor, more than probably any other. And some people are like even more than Guardians. I think possibly I, yes. I'm, you know, upon a second viewing, I'd say it's pretty close. It is. Yeah. It is pretty if, close. It's not more than then almost exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that. Right. It's this is very very funny. Yeah. Uh, it has uh, it has some some decent action sequences. Mm-hmm. It does, um, and uh, the soundtrack's pretty good. It's it's solid, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I mean, talk casting, you know. Yeah, you want to do casting yeah. first? Well, we can't really talk plot. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do plot. You said casting, mate. We're gonna go there yeah, first. No. I was changing yeah. it up a bit too yeah, much yeah, there, Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> we can't really do plot, so we just. <laughs> We'll just do casting and then special effects and I guess rate it and then then we can talk plot. I think we can give a small overview just without no, no why no. risk it? Why risk it? Alright, look, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a plot summary. It's gonna be very short, it's gonna be the cliff notes. This film is about Thor. There you go. Alright, let's talk about that's, cast. That's not a plot summary, that's the title. Uh, yeah, it's like the same thing. <laughs> So, uh, you know, they stuck with Hemsworth as Thor. Yes, they was, did. That was a bold strategy. <laughs> did you? <laughs> it could have been anyone. <laughs> oh, he's got the abs for it. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, no, again, they really, you know, the director or the or the, and the person who wrote this script really just gave him the tools to show off what he is really capable yes. of doing. He shines in this film. Physical I, comedy, yeah. you know, timing, it's all there. Yeah, it's it, honestly, it is one of the, and, and this has nothing to do with Chris. I'm sure he's he's great, but I, it was one of the first times where I was like, oh, he can act his ass off. Uh, it just, he's so much better when he can just be, you know, kind of free and fun. And he's he's got the timing for it and he does a great job. Um, and Tom Hiddleston gets to play off of that. And their banter, he made me like, this film made me like Loki again. Um, so Loki does return, of course. Um, but those two share a number of moments where you're just like, I could watch these two go back and forth all day. No. Uh, yeah, the banter's great. Um, and of course, uh, let's see, what else we got? They've uh, they added Tessa Thompson. Yes, that's Valkyrie. That's yeah. Valkyrie, yeah. Who's, uh, honestly, she's great. Yeah. Uh, she's, a, she's a great... Uh, yeah, she's a great addition to the cast, and um, I think she does, it, for being a person who just kind of, this is the first appearance that we've gotten of her, I think she really does a good job in, you know, stealing scenes when she's there, but not 
you know, taking too much away and really just jumping right in and feeling like, oh, yeah, she's been here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was brilliant. <laughs> as Jeff Goldblum. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was actually brilliant <laughs> as as who he was or if he was just playing Jeff Goldblum, but whatever the case, it so, was phenomenal. Yeah. I want to see a movie with just his character in it. I do. No, it's so great. His, uh, you know, and you, you know, when they first started showing previews of him being in there, I was like, what, how would you make, what, what's he doing here? What is he? And then as soon as he starts talking and the minute you meet him, you're like, oh yeah, no, you can stay here. (laughs) You belong here. (laughs) And then, uh, what else we got? Uh, I've got Kate Blanchett. Yes. As the villain, Hella. Hella. The goddess of death. And so, look, she did wonderfully, I feel, in this role. Yes. Um, I do think that while she was more, well, Hela was more developed than other Thor villains have been previously, mainly just the one from two. Um, <laughs> but even even some of just the Marvel villains in general. Yeah, right. So while she was more developed than some of them, I still didn't get as much from her as I was hoping There's, for. You know, it's this... The thing is, is you they they try to give her this really rich backstory, and you do you you. I feel like I'm torn on this one because after rewatching it, I feel like oh no, her motivations are pretty clear, and yeah, sure, it's a it's a cliche, you know, we're gonna conquer everything, but it stems from you know who she was before and you know her relationships to the people in this world, and uh, you know it's so. It's a mix of like, yeah, it's super cliche, but it also makes a lot of sense. And you see, I mean, she's the goddess of death that means something. Like, yeah. she's no angel. Yeah, and we'll, I mean, and we'll get more into it in the spoiler section, but uh, uh, about my feelings on on where the character went. Sure. So, uh, but she did fine with it. She was, she looked fabulous. Oh yeah, no, she was, she, she was great. I've never had a crush on Kate Blanchett until Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. It's. Something about that uh, goth teenager. Yeah, I don't, look, I don't right? know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but she yeah. showed up and I was like, did she get hot? I was like, hello, do you listen to The Cure? <laughs> I feel like... I'm a big fan. I've got tickets. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah. So for... he was brilliant as both himself and as yeah. the Hulk. He uh, Honestly, I remember when, you know, they obviously they had to recast him to begin with when he when he shows up in the avengers and even then i remember thinking like oh yeah he's got this he he's nailing this banner role yeah. and then as they expand his character and now he's he gets a lot of screen time him and thor share quite a bit of the film together and he being able to play both of them in such a great way i it's he's incredible he's such a great choice for this and i i loved him i thought he was fantastic yeah. i mean he presented himself in such high fashion that you could see a solo hulk film doing well yes with yes. him with him in it which is one of the first times i think anybody can actually say that yeah <laughs> That's true. Um, and then the last person that's, uh, is Carl uh, Urban as Scourge. Yes. And I do really want to mention that because he does some of the best nuance acting yeah. uh, in the entire film. I felt like he did the most acting out yes. of anyone in yes. the entire film. I agree. I, I said this, and this is for lack of a better term, so I don't want anybody to think that they're not doing well. But 
he is this character that does not get to hide behind. And hide is just, it's the only word I can think of to use. But he's the only one that doesn't get to use comedy, witty banter, um, you know, uh, scene comedy, action. Like, he doesn't get a lot of those things in this film. He doesn't get to do that. He's very kind of... Yeah, when we're, when we're first introduced to him, there's a lot of comedy, like, right out the yeah, gate. right. But then he's suddenly thrust into a place where that's just not an option. Right. And and you see it. Like, it's yeah. just, he he does, he acts with his face in a way that I don't think anyone else does in right. this. And he does not, he's not given the ability to say things. Yeah. So he's he has to do it with his face. And he has one of the best character stories in this film. And he's got, f- yeah. what, five lines? Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't speak in the film very often. Yeah, like, he's, I feel like he's the one that actually goes on the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah he, he does, he does. It's a, it's a great sl- subplot. Yeah. Um, that is done very, very well. And I think that's very much attributed to Carl Urban's ability to just emote without yeah. speaking. And it's, it's great. Uh, and of course, you've got some cameos in here. You've got, you know, your Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, yeah. as Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, which is, it was a very funny little sequence. Yeah, it was good. It was um, good. you've got, uh, you know, Sir Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. coming back mm-hmm. as, uh, Odin. Odin, and uh, you know it's it's a bit part, but you know yeah. it propels the story along, and uh, yeah, I mean the the cast was very strong, right? And yeah. uh, there's even some cameos that <sighs> won't say anything now, but yeah. they were so good, <laughs> they were fantastic. <laughs> some some of, of the best ones yes. in all of the Marvel films, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and special <coughs> effects, and and again, action. There's plenty of action throughout. So yeah, and it's all done very, very well. I mean, this bright color scheme that they kind of go with when they, you know, yeah. land on this foreign planet. Yeah, they uh, definitely, um, they definitely drew inspiration from Jack Kirby's art style. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. you see that. It it's pretty obvious. Um, but it's you know what? I think it's handled with care. I think it's definitely handled with a nod to Jack yeah. Kirby of his vision and, and what he wanted it to look like. Um, and I, th- I think it's done very, very well. Yeah. I want to say that, that even in, uh, what, what's the name of Jeff Goldblum's character? He's the, uh, he's the, um, shit. He's the <laughs> That's shit. That's not his name. He's the he shit. He would say that though. <laughs> he would say he is the shit. Cause his brother's the collector and I know he's got a similar moniker. Yeah, why is he not in this? The uh, well, well, you you're looking that up, but I think in his, uh, in his private like dwelling, or his office or something, I think there's actually some Jack Kirby artwork up oh, on the walls. Oh yeah, in the background. All right. Yeah, I I, I can't find it. I'm sorry. Well, we'll that. just call him the Goldblum. We'll call you know that's pretty much what he is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, what's correct? Uh, where were we? Visuals, the, visuals. Visuals. Oh, yeah, so the visual effects, yeah, I, I thought they were done very well. There, for me, there were a few moments where I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. Um, but they're, they're very rare and they're very small, and, you know, they, there's nothing that really happens that's going to remove you from the film. You, you might catch a few things, and look, any film that takes place in space and, you know, alien planets, like, yeah, it's... You can't be perfect CG all the time. There's always going to be something that's going to be a bit off sometimes. Um, yeah. And we uh, we actually, I think we had differing opinions on some of the visuals because I remember for me, the only thing that really stood out as sort of awkward was there was a scene early on where they were in 
Ireland or so, I assume, or something, some someplace uh, Norway. like that. Where the, was it Norway? Yeah, I don't Norway. remember what they say. It was, just, it was green and they were on a cliff. Yeah. They were like on the hills of insanity or something like that. Uh, the cliffs of insanity from Princess Bride or something like that. And they're yeah. looking out at the, at the ocean and the sun. And they kept cutting to these shots from behind the actors. And yeah. I was like, my God, that is the worst green screen I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was weird because then they would cut to the front shot and you'd be like, no, they're very clearly on a cliffside somewhere, at least in... On you know on location, yeah. and then they would cut to behind them again, and you're like, now they're not. What is going on? And to me, that really bothered me. But then you had mentioned uh, yeah. a different different I, part. Yeah, there's a there's a moment because Hella has this gigantic dog, um, and I, there's a moment. Yeah, Fen- Fenris. Fenris. Yes. Thank you. Grandmaster. He's Grandmaster. That's, that's what it Jeff is. That's Jeff Goldblum is Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Sorry. So yeah, the Goldblum. It was you bugging right. me. I had to look it up. Oh no, <laughs> it was bugging me too. Um, yeah. So you know this big fuck up dog that she has. Uh, there's a there's a moment where she's standing on the steps and the dog is behind her. And for whatever reason, for me, just visually, it looks terrible. It, it looks to and this I'm not putting this film down. I feel bad, but it looks as if they took a real dog. And then put her in it and then just photoshopped the difference. You know what I mean? To make it look bigger than it really is. It just, it looks very fake, even for a fake dog. Um, and it just bothered me. I, I don't know why. And there's a few, there's a few rubber body moments, you know, where, you know, you kind of CG somebody doing a lot of tricks and stuff and they, they move in a way that most people don't even yeah. for superheroes. Um, and there's a few of those, but it, it's, most of it is actually done very well. Yeah, see, and I didn't even notice the rubber body moments. And that's I noticed it more the second time around. It usually bugs me. Yeah, so. the second time around I noticed it a lot more. But there's just some stuff with Hella um, when, you know, she's she's kind of taken on some things. It, there's there's a few moments like that. There's a few that Thor does a bit. But it's honestly, it's so small that none of that is going to take you out of the film at all. So. All right. Well, uh, shall, we, shall we rate it? Yeah. Um, whenever you go first this time. Well, I'm not gonna lie, but I I didn't actually uh, I didn't think about this part of it. But here's, here's what I'm. We didn't do. get there. I'm giving it. Right. I'm giving it four point seven five. Wow. Out of five shards of the shattered Mjolnir. <laughs> All right, that's good. It's almost enough to make a new hammer. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's very high. Um, I am actually going to, I'm going to go a bit lower, just a bit. Um, but I am going to give it 4.5 full bottles that Valkyrie drinks throughout her time in this film, uh, out of five. I thought the film is incredibly fun and, uh, I, I highly recommend it. No, and that's, for me, that's why I had the, I had to go as I was like, that might be the highest rating I've ever done. I think so. That's why I was um, so shocked. But uh, honestly, it was just so much fun. Yeah. And um, for me, that's what I'm looking for in a film. I mean, I'm not a professional critic. I just, <laughs> what I'm writing. What, you're not? Uh, what? Who? No, yeah. I went to school. I went to, went to, went to university for it and everything. Uh, no, but you know, it's just when I go to see something, is it, is it entertaining? Number one, right? you know, is it fun? This was, this was all those things. Yeah. And, no, and no, I agree. And some people might say, oh, there's too much comedy. Well, fuck off. Like that's. <laughs> go watch all the dark yeah, world then. Just, just wait for two weeks when there'll be the humorless Justice League coming out. <laughs> so that's, that's, I feel like Thor was trying to make up for the lack of humor. Yeah, that's no, going to be, were, and were. not to say that these films need to be laugh fests, but this just. 
hit, hit the right tone for what it was. And, and I think so too. And I think, again, coming off for the Dark World, they needed to do something to keep that character by himself. They needed to do something to keep him fresh. And I feel like injecting comedy into a space adventure was the right thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So that's that. And I guess now we're getting into spoilers. So yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, then, you know, tune out. Turn this off. Do it. <laughs> so now you want to talk plot. Oh, yeah. All right. So Thor Ragnarok is about the uh, Thor and the Ragnarok. It's about Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the film the film opens uh, very humorously uh, with Thor basically getting himself captured uh, in hopes to end Ragnarok. Um, Which, if you're not, if you don't know what that is, uh, it's in the Norse mythology. Ragnarok is basically the end of all things. So, right, it's the apocalypse. Yeah, of the, of the Norse mythology. And, and, so, and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Ragnarok is the end of Asgard. Right, it's the destruction of Asgard. Right, and there's a prophecy that says, you know, his uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know, big, sir, big, big, hot, melty lava sucker, guy. Circa. Berserker, sure. I don't yeah. know, what's his name? The Balrog from the ba- Lord of the Rings <laughs> is going to destroy Asgard. It's pretty much. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, all right, yeah, no. Fly, you fools. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, you know, explaining to Thor that, you know, you can't stop it, it's going to happen, you know, it's already begun. Um, and, you know, Thor obviously is like, nope, I got this. And, you know, he takes away the source of his power and goes back to Asgard to find that Loki has basically run everything into the ground and built yeah, himself so, a giant fuck-off statue. And, and that's where... <laughs> so these cameos that we mentioned... Oh, my God, they're so, so good. When Thor shows up, Odin's watching a play that's being put on, and it's it's an over-dramatization of when Loki died in the last <laughs> film, in the last Thor film. And it's got Matt Damon playing Loki... And Sam Neill playing Odin. Odin. And then we had to look it up after the fact, but it's actually Chris Hemsworth's brother. Uh, I think his name's Luke. It's not Liam Hemsworth. It's their yeah. other brother. They're like Baldwins, these Hemsworths. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so it's his brother playing Thor on stage. Yeah. And it's it's just one of the, the best moments. It's so funny. And when you when it all clicks and you start to realize that it's all of these people and it's, it's so overdramatic and it's it's such a great scene and it's so funny that they're in these cameos uh, and they're in these roles. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, Loki is, you know, basically made Asgard a dedication to him. Um, you know, he somehow got rid of Odin. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, with the help of Doctor Strange, they find Odin. Um, Odin, you know, basically tells them that, you know, you, you didn't stop anything. Ragnarok is going to happen. Um, because, surprise, surprise, you've got a sister. And she's a bitch. <laughs> um, which is pretty much what he tells them. Yeah. And then, uh, he's the only yeah. thing that's basically like, stopped her. The, yeah, the reason you haven't heard of her is because of imprisoned her and i've been the only thing holding her back but my time is gone yep see you later peace out bitches and then he goes and <laughs> and then she like immediately shows oh yeah up. no she wastes no time <laughs> and uh they they try to jump into the bifrost to get away from her she follows them in knocks them both out of the bifrost beam and they land in a weird place right and she goes on to asgard and uh that's actually where we meet 
Carl Urban for the first time. That is, yeah. That's when he stops being funny. Yeah. Oh, no, that's <laughs> actually not when we meet him. No, because we meet him at the very top. Yeah, so yeah we, we should meet him at the very that. top. So when, when Thor's coming back from defeating the Balrog, uh, he Heimdall's not watching the Bifrost anymore. Scourge yeah. is watching the Bifrost. But he's not paying attention because he's trying to show off for these two yeah. ladies. <laughs> and he's, he's telling all these stories and using a shape yeah. weight for whatever reason. I mean, it's very funny stuff. And then... Uh, and then, yeah, and then Hela shows up uh, using the Bifrost, and she kills a couple of characters that we've seen before. Yeah. Basically, all of Thor's buddies. Yeah, all, all of them. Like, no, fuck all of you. It, like, immediately. Like, yeah. it's the first time we see them on camera, and they yep. die, like, right away. Yep, she wastes no um, time. The, in fact, the only person who was noticeably missing from this was Lady Sif. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I know she guest starred on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like years ago, but I thought she went back to Asgard so I'm hoping that means that she's still alive and maybe and I look I did look into this after the fact and the reason that she wasn't in the film is because she's actually on a show on Fox or something like that oh, on well, NBC that's going to be cancelled anyway and so... they wouldn't and they wouldn't let her the, the schedules didn't line up right. which probably worked out for the best if she was just going to be if she was just going to die yeah, yeah. right <laughs> So, uh, so hopefully that means Lady Sif will be around yeah, somewhere nice. else. Um, so yeah, so Hela shows up, you know, she, she is taking over Asgard. She raises all the friends from the dead, um, and she gets all of her power from Asgard. Yeah. So the longer she's there on Asgard, the stronger she gets. Yes. Um, and you know, <clears throat> through her character development, not really, but through exposition, we discover that she was actually, you know, the the Thor before Thor, where she was kind of Odin's, you know, firstborn, right, yeah. right hand, and they were, you know, they were much more violent than they yeah. were now, and that's how he conquered the realms. Yeah, and basically, she, her lust for power was, you know, just kept going. Like, right. she wanted to go beyond nine realms, and then Odin was like, oh, well, no, uh, yeah. you're crazy, and then that's where he imprisoned her. So, of course, she's bitter and... Yeah, she's angry. And, but she's still... Her driving goal, and sadly to say, is still to just take over the entire yeah, universe. Yeah, and, and that's where it does get kind of sad because she is such an interesting character and, and Kate Blanchett does such a great job in bringing this character to life. And she's got great moments too. She's got some funny lines. Um, and she's very fun to watch. And I think the things that they were trying to do to give her more depth, I thought they were good. But I just wanted a bit more. I wanted her to go beyond, yeah. I want to conquer everything. Well, and also, for me, what it was is that as, as badass as she's supposed to be, I just don't feel like I ever got to see that. I mean, she levels the Asgardian army right out the gate. Yeah. But then it takes her forever to do anything else. Like, when she's, like, sending... She makes... Because she makes Scourge her her ex, quote-unquote executioner. And yeah, this is right. what we're talking about with Carl Urban's acting because you can tell that he does not want to be serving her, but he's also just afraid to die. Right. And so he's he's going to go along with it. And every time she tells him to do something that is horrible, yeah. you just you see it in yeah. his face. And it's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. But but that that's what sort of got me. It's like, yeah, I know she's growing in power, but we've already seen how fucking strong she is right when she gets there. And it's like, you can't track these people down. 
and yeah. and and get what you want like right away. It seemed like that took way too much time. It seemed very sure. plot convenient. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. You know? I'll give you that. And so yeah. that was my disappointment with her character. But again, it's not something that really. I mean, you saw how ra- how highly I raised. Yeah, no, the film, ab- so absolutely. And any any criticism of this film. I mean, look, the film's not perfect by any means. And yeah. actually, when you really start getting down into the plots, like. It's really pretty simple and not, it's, yeah. it's a bit muddled, in it, but honestly, the film is so much fun that none of that stuff matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so cutting to the rest of it. So yeah. now Thor wakes up and he's, what's the name of the planet? Do you know? I don't remember. I just it, saw it too. And it, I don't well, remember any of this. I mean, it's really irrelevant, but it's basically where, uh, the Grandmaster has taken over. It's a place with like, other, it's a other, dump. Other, yeah, it's a place where other other universes dr- <laughs> just dump all their, dump shit, their shit. Yeah, and he's turned it into this battle world, really, where yeah. they have uh, where they have this big arena and and people serve as gladiators, essentially. And um, no, no, prisoners with jobs. Yes, prisoners with jobs. <laughs> and when when Thor wakes up, uh, he's locked into this chair, uh. and it. From the first, like, two notes of the song, and I was giggling before anyone else in the theatre. Yeah. And it goes into this Willy Wonka-style parody. <laughs> no, it is. When they're it's on the so boat. Good. Uh, uh, down to playing the song when they go into the candy room. Uh, just the, <laughs> the music in the background. Oh, it's so great. It was, it was so funny. Oh, and then when you so meet... Funny. When you meet Jeff Goldblum's character, you're like, yeah, no, that makes total sense that he would, <laughs> he would do that. And, um... Uh, yeah, so he... Uh, basically Valkyrie is the one that discovers him and she's, she's really not Valkyrie yet. Um, but she is basically a scrapper. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) She's a scrapper. So she goes around and she finds these gladiators and then brings them back for money. So she's a bounty hunter essentially. Uh, so she brings them back and she finds Thor and, um, she very drunkenly brings him back. Um, and, uh, you know, so this grandmaster's champion, is of course the Hulk. Right. Um, Loki got there weeks before Thor, even though they yeah. got knocked out at the same time. Well, he got he got knocked out of the Bifrost actually just moments before moments before, Thor. right? And so that's the whole the way space time works. I yeah. guess he arrived earlier. Yeah. So he's already in favor with the Grandmaster, and <clears throat> and then we meet Korg and uh, Dead Doug. Um, yeah. Korg, who's actually voiced by the director. Yes. Um, and they're fellow gladiators. Yes. Very funny as well. They are very funny. So, Thor and uh, Hulk, they they have the big fight. And uh, and then, honestly, it almost becomes like a buddy cop film with, yeah. with Hulk and Thor. Now, I will say this. Uh, the Thor-Hulk fight is is great. Yes. But... It has one of the funniest sequences in the oh, entire film. Oh my god, it does. There's a point where Thor, because Thor does not want to fight the Hulk. Yeah. And so he tries to use Black Widow's <laughs> calming technique <laughs> to coax him out of being the Hulk. It's and, so And funny. what's the line? Is it, it's, hey there, big guy? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And he does it. And it, I'm laughing just thinking about it. It's it was, so ridiculous. It was one of those moments, too, where as soon as he, because he, there's, during the fight, uh, you know, Thor's trying to, like, not make him be Hulk anymore. So, you know, he basically rips a piece of the stadium out and just whacks him in the face with it. So, you know, Thor, so Hulk goes flying back. And then you see him walk up and he goes, 
hey there big guy and i lost it yeah, yeah i yeah. absolutely no, as lost as, it. as soon as he says it because <laughs> you know we're, we're big fans of the franchise yeah. so we knew exactly what was going on as soon as he yeah. said it and he <laughs> goes through the whole thing and he holds out his hand and he tries to do the touch yeah. it's so funny it's so great and then there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff later even once he's no longer the hulk and he's banner, <laughs> trying to calm him down and, and <laughs> thor keeps repeating the stuff that she would say <laughs> It was so funny. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, right. Yeah, so they, you know, obviously they, uh, Thor wants to get back to Asgard. And through, you know, a bunch of plot things, it ends up that he's going to take Valkyrie, uh, yeah. Banner, and albeit Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, a lot of it's convincing people because, like, Hulk doesn't want to go back because he's basically just Hulk. Yeah, he's right. not, he doesn't even really go into to Banner at yeah, all. Yeah, because he's, he's been Hulk for two years. Yeah, basically, since the end of Avengers 2. Right, he he left and he's been Hulk ever since. Yeah, and uh, you know, and he knows that nobody on Earth likes him. And so he's fine being here, being a champion, being loved. Yeah. And uh, and so it takes some convincing right. to get him and to Valkyrie come around. Too, cause Valkyrie 2, because she... You know, she was one of the... Uh, elite warriors of the Valkyrie. Yeah. And, you know, they all went to fight Hela and she killed all of them. Uh, and it was clear that, you know, one of her, one of Valkyrie's friends saved her and gave her life to keep her alive. Yeah. And so she's just been running from that ever since. She doesn't want to go back to Asgard. She's got no desire to be there. She already fought the girl once. She doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, yeah. it's actually strangely Loki that changes her, her heart a bit, I think. Yeah, well, in, inadvertently, yeah, but <laughs> and of course Loki is also just entirely self-serving. Like mm-hmm. even when he says he's going to help, he doesn't intend to. Yeah, right. but you know Thor's figured it out already yeah. that he's going to backstab him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they make a they make a break for it. Yep, and they do. They escape, uh, taking a bunch of the gladiators with them, and they go. Hey, hey man, <laughs> starting the revolution. You want to come? So they go back to Asgard, uh, and we kind of glossed over that Heimdall's been sort of leading a resistance back on Asgard. He's right. rescued a bunch of people, and he's yeah. been hiding them away. Uh, but again, that's one of those things where I just don't, I don't see how she couldn't have... Like, by the time everything's gone down with Thor, yeah, and they come back to Asgard... She's just barely trying to break into where yeah, they are. It's a weird. It is very plot convenient. You're right. You're right. Because and I, and I know that there's there's kind of like this. We're going to tell these two stories side by side with this time lapse. But at the same time, it's like yeah, she she probably should have been doing more. Maybe there's more to Asgard that we haven't seen, and so she's going around doing all this stuff. Um, I think that would have been yeah. a, a little bit better to see. And, and what it is, look, from the moment she raises her army, she's like, "Let's go conquer the galaxy." And then Heimdall took the sword that opens the Bifrost, <laughs> and that's how that's how she's thwarted. She's yeah. just like, "Well, fuck, I need the sword." Like all the technology, and you you haven't developed spacecraft. <laughs> yes, Guardians don't have spacecraft yeah. because yeah. I know they're medieval, sort of in their their you know society, right. but right. they know it's technology and not magic. Thor says so. Yeah. In in the first Thor film, so it just seems silly that it's like. Wait, we don't have the sword. Well, who had oh, it? Fuck. All right, go find the sword. I'm just going to hang out here. Play, <laughs> in, play Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah. So, it, is, it, is, it is kind of underused, I think. In, yeah. in, uh, a bit unfair to someone who should be insanely powerful. And, yeah. 
you know, and, and obviously it's all to keep her on Asgard and, and yep. you know, it, again, plot convenience. Or to me, it could have just been, you know, yeah, she's powerful, but she wants to be more powerful than ever. So she yeah. stays on Asgard and she's drawing to me, that. To me, it would have made more sense if she'd have been weaker. Uh, right out the gate. Yeah. yeah. And then and then she wants to go, but she can't because she's not strong enough. Right. And she needs to, you know, gain her energy back from being on Asgard. Yeah. That would have made it more justifiable why right. she had to be there so long. But anyway, so they all come back. The gang's all here. The Revengers. Uh, yes, the Revengers. <laughs> and uh, and they take on Hela and her, her troops. Yep. And uh, they try to get the Asgardians off the planet. And then Thor finally figures out, because he there's a sequence where he's fighting Hulk, where he goes, like, he goes full Thor. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. It, it is. And it's so pretty fucking cool. He goes, he gets back into that, and he goes full Thor on Hela, and realizes that even that's not enough to stop her. Right. So he figures out what he has to do. And that is he has to bring the guy back to life who can cause yeah. Ragnarok and destroy yeah. Asgard. So, that his whole purpose was not yeah. to prevent it. It was to actually fulfill that prophecy. Yep. And uh, so that's what he does. Yep. And yep. Uh, that's the long and the short of it. And then they, the spacecraft that they took uh, when they escaped the other, other planet with all the gladiators, they used that ship to get all the Asgardians off the planet. Right. And uh, now they're homeless. So... <laughs> <laughs> but that's also where so Scourge, we mentioned him having the oh, big yeah, character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. So he's still supposed to be leading her armies, and in the last minute he kind of pulls that, that Billy Zane from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> sort, of, sort of sneaks onto the escape <laughs> ship with everyone, covering himself yeah. up. But then as the ship's trying to take off, Hella stops it, yeah. and a bunch of his soldiers try getting onto the ship, and he finally, like, and you can see him struggling like, I don't, I don't want to do this, like, but, but I need to save these people. Yeah. And he finally just fucking does it. Yeah. And he, he does. He saves the ship and he gets killed in the process. Yeah. But it's, it's honestly, it's, it's uh, like we said, it's one of the best hero stories yeah. in the film. It is. Because you really do see him go from, you know, oh, I'm full of myself. You know, I'm going to be a ladies man. And then he goes to this servant just to stay alive he's just trying to survive and you know he's asked to do things that he doesn't want to do but he's always conflicted to where he's leading her army against the very people that he knows he should be saving yep. and then he even tries to be a self-serving dick and, and like hides on this ship and then it finally it's too much for him and it's fantastic it's a great yeah. story it's yeah. a great subject. And again, it's like every chance they get to show him, you can see the internal struggle yes. on his face. It's, yes, it's brilliant. It's, so, it's very done. It's done very well. Um, but yeah, so Ragnarok happens and that defeats Hela and then they're just wandering. Yeah. And they, I think the plan is to go to Earth, but the, there's two two end credit scenes, of right. course. Just like always, there's sort of one... Uh, actually, they didn't do a funny one this time. That's probably because there was jokes throughout so they didn't Jeff, need one i think jeff goldblum was yeah, supposed to be the funny, the funny one, one. Yeah, that was, that was but the it funny still one. also ties that up a little bit too because yeah. we don't really know what happened there and then yeah and again just a brilliant fucking it's scene. so good yeah it's, oh, it's so great <laughs> great rebellion everyone <laughs> what did you say he's like oh um well you know you can't you can't have a you can't have a revolution if you don't have anybody to overthrow oh, yeah, so, so i'm gonna give myself a pat yeah. on the back <laughs> You're welcome. So we'll call it a draw. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, and then the very end credit scene shows their ship running into 
presumably Thanos' oh, ship. It's Sanctuary, it's, yeah. It's fucking huge. Yeah, so. it's Sanctuary. I think, I think the director said it's supposed to be Sanctuary 2. So it's not the one that he has that's not mobile. It's it's the one that, like, yeah. is created to travel through the universe. Yeah. So. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, overall, the introductions of all the characters, um, I think Thor and Hulk, uh, them spending that much time together, I thought was fantastic. And this... I will say that this arena fight is the Thor versus Hulk fight that we've, we've been waiting for. Um, cause they both get their licks in and it's, it's fantastic. I think it's done very, very well. Oh, it is. And look, you know, I know you don't love, uh, Avengers too, but <laughs> it, the, the Hulk, Hulk buster fight in that was also very that, good. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's also one pretty of those, good. like the, they, they find a way to put the fan service in because yeah. they know what people want to see. Right. And, they did not disappoint yeah. at all. Again, yeah. for me, I was disappointed that Lady Sif wasn't in here. But, you know, yeah. if she was just going to be in it to die, I'm, I'm glad she wasn't. Right. So, yeah. and I do wish they could have just done a little something different with Hela. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. I, I do. I understand yeah. what they were trying to do. And I think she had the potential to be one of the best Marvel villains that they've had. And I think it just fell just a little short. Yeah. I don't think all the pieces came together as well as they'd wanted them to. But, but then again, they did such a good job with everyone else yes. and, and making the movie so much fun right? that it didn't even really occur to me yeah, as right. I'm watching it, that that bothered me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. didn't, and even now, thinking about it, it does, still doesn't bother me enough to be like, well, I'm going to deduct points. Like, yeah, just, no, not at I all. I still it's, enjoyed it so much. It was much. honestly, and I, I can say this in all honesty, it was one of the most fun movie-going experiences I think I've had all year, where I just left going, oh, that was a blast. Yeah. Like, it's just so much fun. In fact, my biggest problem with this movie is how I'm going to be comparing Justice League to it in two weeks' time. <laughs> So, oh, that poor, poor, sad film. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I so, guess that's everything, yeah? I guess that's it, yeah. yeah. Go see it. Go see this film, and we'll see you after the next one. <laughs>